stop following the FDA guidelines when it comes to nutrition. It's upside down, it's backwards, it's wrong. You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Monday, and in these episodes, you'll hear Sangram interview incredible practitioners, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs within our community. And like Sangram always says, without a community, you are simply a commodity. Here we go. All right, we are live. Dean, how you doing, man? I'm doing very good, thank you. Uh, feeling a little isolated. I don't feel very well, as the rest of the country is also isolated. It is crazy times, man. All right, so uh, Sangram here. I'm doing LinkedIn Live. I've been doing a couple of LinkedIn Lives throughout the week, but today I want to talk about Fitness Friday. And I'm actually, so Dean is a really good friend of mine. He's my coach. He's my Bible study leader. Um, and I'm in his boot camp. And this morning, I woke up really energized to go do the boot camp with them. And there are not that many people in this, you know, we do it in the church area. So it's like six, eight people, pretty good distance between each one of them. And obviously the church is closed. So there was no boot camp this morning. And I'm like, Dean, I need your help. I need to know how do I be fit at home? How do I, what do I eat? What do I, like, I just need help. And so he graciously accepted to be said, Dean, just so you all know, and give us a thumbs up. If you can hear us and just let us know where you're from uh, and also put a text so that you'll be notified next time we go LinkedIn Live. But this is all about fitness. So ask questions around fitness that you want me to ask Dean because Dean is, is I mean, he, he is pretty humble. He would say national, I would say world-renowned expert, a coach uh, when it comes to wellness, when it comes to fitness. And he's a corporate speaker. So he literally goes into organizations and tell them, like do three, four-hour seminars with them to tell them, how to be fit, how, how do you manage your energy levels up and down, how much nutrition actually you, that helps you and hurts you. So he's been telling me all about it. And he just did a three-hour workshop or something yesterday. So I'm like, all right, let's figure out a way to condense it into a couple couple of things and, and just see how we do it. So again, Dean, super excited to have you, man. Welcome to LinkedIn Live. We're also doing it on YouTube and Facebook right now. So welcome to the show. Excellent. I'm so excited to be here as well. You know, here's something that's interesting. On Tuesday, I was actually at the airport. We're here in Atlanta, Georgia. So I'm at the airport. It was completely empty. I started taking pictures and I would post it. If there was a zombie apocalypse, nothing would change. So I'm at the airport. And as I'm sitting there getting ready to fly across the country to go speak to executive seminars, speaking to companies, CEOs, literally uh, big events, I get a phone call as I'm sitting waiting to board. And they said, where are you? <laughs> I'm sitting waiting to board. They said, don't get on that plane. <laughs> we literally are postponing the, the meeting that we were supposed to have yesterday and the day before. We're not going to postpone it as much. We're going to go online. Yeah. Said, How are you at Zoom call with LinkedIn call? I said, let's do it. So yesterday and the day before, we gave a very informative three. And then yesterday was a three and a half hour presentation with, truth is, I don't even know how many people, 100, 200. Uh, it, it could have been more than that because a lot of these CEOs also had their HR directors. They had their employees. They had uh, their wives, their spouse, their, their, their children logging in. They said, you've got to hear what this guy's saying because it's going to change everything. 
Mm. So, uh, and, and I always try to drop those hints towards you as well. Yeah, man. And I think, I think that's the part. I think what I'm learning in this week, which has been unprecedented week for everybody working from home and, and doing it is like, I'm realizing that I need to, I need to change my habits a little bit because I've not been at home so much. So how do I change my habits? So we're going to talk about all of these things. So let's start with a fun fact about yourself. And then also just share a, a little bit of like a teaser for people to realize, like, why is this important? Why should people care about this? Okay, that's great. Fun fact, uh, my wife, Angela, who is a fitness superstar, one of the things that she likes to do is rescue dogs. Of course, it's, you know, we fell in love with the pit bull. And I know your wife, Namid, is deathly afraid of dogs. And then when she saw the pit bull, I've never seen her freeze. So, so we have you have always seen me freeze in front of her, but you have never seen her freeze. But that's all right. It was awesome. Anyway, so we uh, we love pit bulls. A pit bull basically is uh, it meets and matches my wife's personality. And so she just gathers herself around as many pit bulls as we can get. And one day I'd like to show if because I really want to continue on talking and, and doing these Fitness Fridays. And who knows, we might even do more throughout the week if the, if the response is positive. I'll show you a video of my wife, who is the strongest person I know, pound for pound, at 114 pounds, could lift more than me, yeah. pound for pound, yeah. comparatively. So, a fun fact, I'm married to a pit bull, and she rescues pit bulls. That is fun. And I need to come see those pitbulls because Anuman Meat has has seen those. So let's talk about why is this important? Why should people care about fitness now more than ever when, when they're working corporate and all the things? Like why why should people really care about this? Okay, one of the things that I'm working on as well as promoting through nationwide, worldwide, is productivity. How do we become more productive in everything we do? But especially now that things are very, very unique, we're now with a drop of a hat in a turn right away. Everybody is now home working in, in what was a spare bedroom. Now it's an office. If you have a laptop, it's your office. And so here we are. We're at home. We're not in the normal uh, routine that many of us have grown used to, yeah. even though most people, statistically speaking, are not that healthy to begin with. So yeah. we're right now in a condition where all of a sudden people can become even more unhealthy. They yeah. sleep in. They end up eating junk food all day long. They stay in their PJs and their slippers all day long. They literally get a sedentary mindset. And then at the end of whatever this is, that we're however long we're going to be doing this uh, quarantine, all of a sudden we're not as healthy or we're worse off than we used to be. But while it's going on, my goal, what we're going to talk about today and part of what we're going to talk about is how do we stay productive or potentially become more productive? Would it be great if all of a sudden at the end of this, we're actually healthier? Yeah. We're more vibrant. We're thinking clear. We're able to get more done in a shorter period of time. That is what we're going to talk about. All right. So, so you have a couple of props that I know that you have that actually just for me, it's just like, oh my goodness, is this real? Like, is this what I really do? And I think I thought you were just talking directly to me, so I got like a little offended. But I think it's true to everybody. So get ready to to just blow your mind on this idea of like, well, what is really sugar and how certain things add. So 
Could you share a couple of those props? And so people just get a mindset of like, look, what you might think is nothing or might think is like it's just not harmful at all. And you're just trying to just you feel like it's good for a temporary period of time could be disastrous for your energy levels. And, and you have taught me that. And I feel really, really good knowing that. So could you share some of that? And then we get into like, OK, well, now you know what not to do. And then we talk about what to do uh, after that. Excellent. OK, what not to do is what everybody does. So I want to <laughs> encourage everybody to stop following Kate. If you're taking, please take notes, get your pen, reach for your pens, get a pad ready, get some paper ready, reach in the garbage can and pull out that piece of paper, turn it over, take notes. That's going to be one of the most valuable things you do all day. Here's what I want you to do. Stop following the FDA guidelines when it comes to nutrition. It's upside down. It's backwards. It's wrong. Wait, wait, wait. wait. You're saying stop following FDA guidelines, which everybody obviously looks at all the time? Yes. (laughs) Let me be as scientific as possible. Yeah. Yes. You see, here's the way it works. Everything that we're doing, we follow. And again, I'm not anti-FDA. I'm not anti-USDA. As a matter of fact, they're doing some very good work right now. I'm very excited about certain aspects. But when it comes to this window, this area of nutrition, of actually health and nutrition, health and wellness, I want to encourage everybody to, okay, are you sitting down? Do the opposite. Do the opposite of what they're saying, because here's the way it works. At the bottom of the food pyramid, now I know a lot of people say it's not the food pyramid anymore. It's called my plate. It's very similar to the FDA food pyramid. It's just now in a circular shape. Hmm. So that's the biggest difference. Okay, so we're just going to go back to the FDA food pyramid, the guidelines that they lay out. At the very bottom of this food pyramid, it says eat. Six to 11 servings of everything I'm going to tell you to either limit or eliminate. So if you eliminate bread, cereal, rice, pasta, potatoes, corn, and all the chips and all the the garbage foods that we're all that a lot of Americans are consuming, which is all in my pantry right now. Well, I, I, I just thought we were talking only to you and your family. No, I'm just kidding. Uh-huh. Basically, your pantry is a model and a template of what most people have. See, think about this. How do you know what people are eating? Go to the supermarket. Obviously, it's a little different these days. But when you go to the supermarket, how much uh, floor space is being taken up in that particular supermarket? In the entire aisle in some of these, uh, or I should say some of the, the floor space in the aisles is 100% cereal. The other aisles are chips and cola, all of which are starchy carbs. So let me give you the big picture. Carbohydrates metabolize into sugar. So in other words, if I was to eat this bread, okay, some people just look at this as, so what? I'm just having bread. I don't see sugar on here. There's, it, it's not made with sugar, so what do we do? You stop eating it because the body's a lot more complex than a lot of us believe. Carbohydrates metabolize into sugar. When it goes into our body, we call it blood glucose. When it's on a donut, we call it glazing. Hmm. It's sugar. So we need to be aware of that. So think about this. If you follow what they say, they say the FDA food pyramid, the USDA guideline says, eat six to 11 servings a day hmm. of bread, cereal, rice, pasta, 
pastries even, every day, you will, I guarantee you will get sick. As a matter of fact, on my website, I have all this information. And as soon as I saw what was going on at a paid part of the website, I made it completely free. I actually have on the DeanRawson.com an entire video link. And if you're interested in all these videos, just click on the video link. If it's on the laptop, the navigation bar is at the top. If it's on your phone, just click on the three lines. It'll open up at a sidebar and just click on videos. It's almost like its own little Netflix where there's uh, just lots of videos. And some of them are only 8, 10, 12 minutes long. Some of them go as low as five minutes and they're nutrition tips. Most of those are filmed live in front of a hundred people, a couple thousand people, you know, a very big dynamic area. So I have all this information if you want more. But here's the interesting part. There is 77 side effects of sugar on the body. 77. 77 side effects. Now, let's go through just a couple of them. I mean, we don't have all day to do all of them, but I'm just going to go through a few. Now, the main one that I want everyone to know about is sugar feeds cancer cells. So if you are somebody who's struggling with cancer, if you know somebody who is, please understand, if you consume carbohydrates and sugars, you might just be having it in the form of pasta, bread, potatoes, etc. It goes in and it feeds the cancer cells. Wow. That information right there alone could save lives. Here's another one. Sugar is an inflammatory. So if you're struggling with arthritis, tendonitis, plantar's fasciitis, or anything else that ends in itis, your achy joints, stiffness that you have throughout the day or when you wake up in the morning, I promise you something that it might not be aging. It might be the fact that we're eating too many carbs. So here's a few, just a few. And for all of those people who have children, I want you to think about something. Why do we put our children on ADD and ADHD medications? Because they have symptoms of some kind. So let's look at this. This is the the consequences of sugar, and I'm just going to read just a couple, and you let me know what this is, uh, is resembling. All right. Sugar causes a rapid rise of adrenaline, hyperactivity, and crankiness. Sugar decreases energy level and causes drowsiness. Sugar causes depression. Sugar causes anxiety, difficulty concentrating, and also alters your mind's ability to think clearly. Was I just describing ADD or was I describing somebody who just had a bagel? Yeah, yeah, you're you're describing me sometimes in the afternoon. (laughs) Well, I've seen what you eat, and I'm going to have to say it's probably not (laughs) not suffering with the condition. But wait, so... I mean, and, and this may be new, not new information for others. Um, you do so many times. Like, is this because I, I've never heard this at this level of detail? I'm like, wait a minute, we have sugar in almost everything, and in some ways, I never even think about it. But is this common knowledge, general knowledge, or is this like, no, people don't even think twice about these kind of things? I have been speaking at in corp, literally tens of thousands of people a year. And I've been doing everything I can do to get this word out, to let the folks know, is it common knowledge? No, it's not. Is it true? Is it physiologically accurate? Is it scientifically sound? Absolutely. And the problem is the word, the the content is not getting out to the masses like it needs to. So I'm hoping, folks, by the way, if you own a company and you need someone to do a speaking, a gig, an engagement, I literally, whether it's online, whether it's live, whether it's next year, 
this is what we do. Get the information in the hands of the folks. Yeah. And I have talked, I've had the privilege of speaking to people who have cancer. And when I ask them, do you know anything about sugar and the, its effect on the body and how it feeds cancer cells? They said, this is news to me, like what you just wow. said. A lot of them say that they literally have, were told by those in the medical industry, I'm not indicting anybody. I'm just saying, this is what they're told. They say that the nurse, the doctor say, your energy level is going to be at a very low level since you're going through chemo. You need to eat a lot of carbs. Make sure you eat pastas and breads and, and bagels and you need energy food. Yeah. My point is, no, you do not. So mm -hmm. when we work with somebody one-on-one -on -one or directly, I have the privilege of wa watching somebody literally and several people who were in hospice become cancer-free in the moment. Because wow. We literally told them to do the opposite of what they were instructed to do. Okay, so let's dial into that. So you just explained and probably made everybody, and I'm seeing on the comments and chats, like, you know, again, like if you like what you're seeing, go to Dean Rossen. He has a ton of videos, deanrossen.com uh, later on. And also, if you have questions, just put it up here because we're going to ask in the next 15, 20 minutes here. So you just talked about people who have ADD, ADHD, or cancer, how harmful sugar is. And we just talked about, like, if you want to maintain your energy levels, don't do these things. What should people do? Like if you, people, you're working, everybody's working from home right now. Talk about what should people do every day in terms of nutrition, exercise, just well-being uh, for themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, folks, if you're not sitting down right now, you're going to want to sit down for this next tip. Okay. Yeah. What, what? Except yeah. for you, Sangram. I'll just have a standing desk. So I'll just like, you know, I'll just get back up. Okay, because you might find yourself accidentally falling backwards when you hear what's about to happen. Let's do it. What I want people to do is do the opposite of what the FDA food pyramid and the guidelines tell us when it comes to dietary fat. What they say, and I'm going to quote it exactly, it says, use sparingly. This morning, I did the opposite of use sparingly. In order to have energy, and by the way, I'm toning it down. Yeah. When I think with a thousand people, I'm channeling that inner Tony Robbins thing. So I'm being very, very subdued right now. But I'll tell you what, what I did was, are you ready for this? I took piping hot coffee, put it in a blender. I then took a tablespoon of butter and I took coconut oil and I put it in my coffee. Then I took a packet of stevia and I blended it up to a frothy goodness. And let me tell you something, dietary fat will feed your brain give you energy beyond anything you ever thought possible. And there's something that's called MCT oil, which stands for medium chain triglycerides. Now, if you're a doctor out there, you probably know this is something that you were instructed when you were going to med school. These are items that people say stay away from. But let me just say medium chain triglycerides will give your brain food. It'll give it fuel. It'll make you thrive. Let's talk about what I'm, let's identify what I'm specifically talking about. When you eat the carbohydrate, your body goes into what I call a carb coma. You have, you go from high blood sugar to low blood sugar when the pancreas secretes insulin and insulin removes the blood or the, the sugar from the blood. So then what happens is we end up having fat gain when it removes it, it stores it in the body fat, but you also have low energy. You have clouded thinking. By the way, 
For those of you who are looking for ways of being productive, tune in, lean into what I'm saying, because if you start your day eating cereal and a bagel, or you do a fruit smoothie. That wasn't a question I was asking. I'm like, uh, I think I just did that. Uh, so you yeah. talk to me. So you have a checklist. Okay, what not to do? Did that, did that. <laughs> yeah. So 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 what I'm saying is the thing that is what we call the Western diet, the American diet, based on the FDA guidelines and junk food and fast food, and just let's call it what it is garbage trash that we put it in a garbage can that some of us call the pantry. Yes. <laughs> it's yeah. the dumpster that some people refer to as the, the pantry. Well, what I just cannot encourage you enough to say, stop the madness. Okay. Put the, put the chips down and back away from the table. Yeah. You don't want to go there. Your, your mind will slip into the carb coma your productivity will go down. I want to see all of us, everyone, increase the amount of dietary fat that you're consuming. As a matter of fact, I even I I took the box cover mm. from the uh, from the MCT oil. Let me just hold it up for you. This yeah. is the box cover for MCT oil. And if you want to know how to spell it, uh, text me and I'll let you know how to spell MCT. Oil. <laughs> and you get that from my Costco or something like that, right? You get it, yeah. You get it at Costco. And by the way, if you find toilet paper, let me know. But <laughs> on the other side, you're going to notice the uh, MCT oil. You absolutely want to get MCT oil. I wish I was selling it, to be totally honest with you. I've been promoting it for years all over the country. And thousands, tens of thousands of people are now start, starting to do MCT oil. It's going to clear your head, it's going to give you energy, it's going to tamp down your hunger pains. It's going to make you feel full longer. But here's the part that most people, they literally trip over this part. In the 80s, there was a phrase. The phrase was this, fat makes you fat. And they would just say, well, yeah, fat makes you fat. Just yesterday, I had a room, uh, figuratively speaking on the uh, Zoom call, I had a room filled with top executives. These are some very smart PhDs. These are individuals who are at the top of their industry. And I said, why are we not eating dietary fat? Almost universally, 50% of them went, fat makes you fat. Stay away. Don't do it. Run from fat. And I said, no, run to fat. Run from the carbs. We believe fat makes us fat. But here's something I want to encourage you to think about. Fat, dietary fat, could actually help you to lean out and become healthy and lean like we want to be, and we believe we have bad genetics. Hey, what would you say if I told you two things that you might find interesting? One, I am formerly obese. I'm a former fat guy. I was str struggling with weight all my life, but I'm 100% Italian, so that kind of explains it right there. What's on an Italian menu? Sangram, what is on the menu in my home when I went out to eat? What was in my trash can that we called the pantry? What was on my menu when I was in my obese days? Oh, man, I can imagine like lasagna and pasta and all those things. The right? breads. Yeah. So what you mentioned was carbs, carbs, and carbs. And I've been an exerciser since I was 13 years old. And if anybody could out-exercise a bad diet, I would have proven that you could do it. I was as hardcore as anybody could be. But I kept getting fatter. I kept getting bigger. I kept looking more unhealthy. And then I just thought, okay, it's my genetics. I've got to, I believe 
that I had bad genetics. It turns out that genetics had very little to do with how I looked, how I felt. I was, I was tired. I was lethargic. I was clouded thinking. I wish I knew then what I know now. So I'm a former fat guy. Then I actually became a competitive bodybuilder. So many years ago, when I was only in my 40s, you heard that correctly. Yeah. I was actually entering bodybuilding competitions. And so here I was entering bodybuilding competitions. And now it wasn't. Okay, you're right. I'm going on 65 years old. Pretty soon. Eventually. Yes, exactly. Well, the truth is I'm actually going to be 56 years old this year. So I'm, I was born in 1964. I have more energy today, more clarity of thought more energy to do the things I know I need to do, productivity, literally it's, okay, what's next? Let's get this thing done. What's next? Getting things done better, faster, and more efficiently. Folks, is that not what we want? And I was eating the American diet, which yeah. was, of course, cereal, bread, pasta, potatoes, rice, yeah. corn, et cetera. Yeah, that, I mean, so this, is, so this is making me think about so many things. You talked about, like, sugar being, like, the... The I mean the thing that you should just run away from. You also differentiated for me, and hopefully I'm hearing, I'm seeing it on te, uh, on responses for other people, and you know keep asking questions because people want to also understand. Well, what do you exercise? So we may not be able to get to the exercise part today, uh, but we will we will come back uh, to that. Maybe if you know if you guys give them a thumbs up and comments, and if you want to see this, just let us know. But you also talked about Dean this whole notion of if you are at home. And it's not your genetics. And I feel like a lot of people I know, like I've, I've always thought that, well, no, it's just how my parents were. And that's why how I am. And uh, if I'm thin, then that's why I'm thin. If I'm big, if that's why people are big. But you just are completely saying that, no, that, that, that may have something to do with it. But really, it's up to you based on nutrition. And there was a stat. I forgot what the stat was where you talked about. There was, it was it 70, 30 or 80, 20. I don't know what it was about how much food has to do with a better health. Can you share that? Absolutely. See, a lot of times people think that it's all about exercise. My wife, Angela, owns a company called Bootcamp 360. You go to it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you go to it. And so what happened was is we tell everybody, it's what you do when you leave here, which will have more effect on your health and wellness, on your ability to shed body fat than what you do when you are here. And it's hardcore, as you know. Yep. It is extremely hardcore. Uh, to, we do old, old style weight training, et cetera. But here's, here's the information. Depending on the study, and I believe there's a good range depending on the person, nutrition will offer you more than, that's how we're going to phrase it, more than 70% of your results and your goals will be achieved through nutrition mm. and up to 30%. That's up to usually never crossing over, 30% of your results will be realized from exercise. So here's the deal. You're at home now, and odds are your gym or whatever it is, the location you went to is probably going to be closed if it's not already. Yep. So what I want to recommend, and I have a lot of this information, and Sangram and I are going to be going over this. How do you do everything exercise-wise? How do we exercise with body weight? What are some trip tips, uh, uh, some techniques and tricks that we could use? How do we do it with that home gym or that those dumbbells that are just collecting dust for the last couple of years? And yet now is the time yeah. to dust them off, to pull them back uh, on uh, to, to the rubber floor, and to literally start developing muscle. But it's what you do in the kitchen. 
Mm. It's what you do in the supermarkets. It's what you do in the restaurants that will have more effect on the way you look, feel, think, and your productivity than anything else. Keeping in mind, there are body types, ectomorph, mesomorph, and the other morph. And the thing is, everybody does have a body type, but I promise you, you are not, if you're watching this here today and you are struggling with the weight problem, what would you say if I said, I promise you, it's probably not your genetics. It's probably the fact that you thought you were eating lean and clean, but you're eating carbohydrates. And if you just eliminated the carbs or limited the carbs, there's write this down, right? Limit or eliminate carbs. Don't do the normal thing that everybody else does, which is eat it all, <laughs> eat everything that's on your plate. And then I want to see you eat more, a lot more of dietary fat. And that's what I've been trying to do. And again, there's more to it than that, of course. High fiber vegetables, lean, clean protein, drink more water, stress levels. We need to tamp that down. We need to get more rest. We're, there's so much content that Sangram and I will be going over down to the finest of details. But we want to make sure that everybody's information is calibrated. It needs yeah. to be dialed in so that we're not going off thinking we're being healthy, which is what I did. And it turns out I was becoming more unhealthy. Yeah. I love this, man. And again, this is the first time I've ever done something outside of like the marketing, leadership stuff. But I'm realizing this is way more important. If you can't lead yourself well, it's hard to lead your family, hard to lead your team, uh, which is all struggling with it. And I'm finding it myself like this morning when I saw the boot camp door shut, I was like terrified. I'm like, oh, my God, I need help. And well, we've been working out a lot, so we had to put chains around the door because we were afraid that you're going to break it out. Too. I wish I could put it in the equipment room. <laughs> I don't know. All right, so two big ideas, and then I want you to share a challenge. And if people, again, uh, text yeah. to that how to lead at 327. If you like this, we'll keep you updated on it. Or just comment, and again, go to deanrossin.com where he has a ton of these this information and videos as well as uh, PDFs and all that kind of stuff. So. If you are in an organization right now, if you're working from home, which is everybody, everybody listening to it, and you're concerned about your productivity, a couple of things. You mentioned two things that I'm like, I'm going to start looking at, like, what do we do and look at the FDA guidelines and see how it all does. But one, sugar. I think everybody somehow knows somebody who is either suffering with cancer themselves or have kids or know of nieces or nephews or neighbors who her kids are suffering from ADD or ADHD and that kind of stuff. God, like I feel like if that, not if, because sugar can and will do so much damage, I mean, that is a big lesson. So thank you for sharing that. Uh, it's almost like if you have cure for cancer, wouldn't you tell everybody, right? Like, so I, I love your passion and energy being forward to that. Second thing is the idea of the difference between fat and carb. Um, I always thought they are the same thing, but they're not. Fat and carb are two different things. And right. it makes the two part of it. And the third one, uh, this is bonus for everybody, which I remembered of all the things that Dean and I have ever talked about is that you can exercise and that's great. Everybody should get on their Peloton and they, I went downstairs in the basement to get out my ropes and all those things back up. Um, great. But 70% of what you will be in terms of your energy levels every single day, which is we all need a lot more because I'm like homeschooling two kids and you know all the things that, are, that I need to do. I need to keep my energy levels up throughout the day. I need to figure out what I'm eating from a nutrition perspective every single day. It's not no longer, it's no longer an excuse to say genetics and they, that's what's responsible. No, no, you 
are in control. You need to think about it. So those are like some of the big ideas. I'm going to put this on the flip map from a podcast too. So for people, if you want to listen on that in a few days, it will be there. Uh, but Dean, what's the one challenge you want to give everybody today? All right, I got a challenge. This is it. I want you to do, actually, it's a challenge with multiple uh, uh, approach. One, you need to make sure that you stay in a routine. You set that alarm clock, you get up, and you get busy. Don't stay in your PJs. You've got to get dressed. You don't have to put on a suit, but get dressed and pretend like you're going to work. Make sure you have a clean work environment. You've probably heard these before, but I'm going to make sure I say this, though. Do not look at this as a vacation. You want to be productive. So I want to make sure we emphasize something very important. You can become more productive than you've ever been in your life Yeah. if, if, you don't eat those starchy garbage foods. That trash can known as the pantry, I want you to clear it out. Here's the best news. When you go to the supermarket, everybody ran and totally just bought up all the junk food. They said, <laughs> it's going to last longer. You won't last longer, but it will. It will outlive you. So what I want you to do is dump all the produce, all the items that they say are going to go bad, they're going to go on sale is what they're going to do because there's so much of those left over. When you get the crazy people, and I don't want to mention any names, but when you get these people buying chips and garbage and they leave all the produce, I want you to fill that cart with produce. And then I want you to freeze. Yes. In my, in my freezer, I have a big gallon Ziploc bag filled with kale. I have a big gallon bag filled with, and in the freezer, spinach. Cut up, already pre-cut and washed beets. I have all of these items already pre-cut and washed and in the freezer because then I make a veggie smoothie, extremely healthy, and that's what we have with some protein powder after the workout. So, yeah, put them in the freezer. It'll last longer than those gross yeah. Now, here's the challenge overall. Would you be willing to limit or eliminate those carbs and start to eat more dietary fat? So that you're not freaked out and thinking, I'm not putting butter in my coffee. Yeah. Don't worry. Give it to me. I'll put it in my coffee. But here's what we'll do. What would you say if I just asked you to just start with an avocado? If it's a, a big one from Costco or a small one, if it's a big <laughs> one, cut it in half. If it's a small one that's on sale right now for 79 cents at Kroger, Publix, or wherever it is you go, Piggly Wiggly, what I want you to do is eat that in the morning and then pay attention to how you feel. Pay attention to how your brain is clear. Mm. Pay, and then if you want, I also brought this down. This is the MCT oil, which I'm recommending. This is something that will clear your head, give you clarity of thought, energy. So what are we ultimately saying? Limit or eliminate those carbs and increase more dietary fat. Don't get sedentary. We need movement. Mm. And, we're, and Sangram and I are going to go over all this stuff. And if you want more videos... On my website is my name, DeanRawson.com. Click on the video, and they're all free now. All the videos are free. It's like your own little Netflix of different topics, uh, being more productive, how to read food labels, all of it. It's available. There's literally over two hours plus of content, and I just really just started to I'm, – I'm digitizing now. We're going to start putting entire workouts yeah. free at no cost just so that you have access to this. But we're going to go over all this information as we continue. So Awesome, man. Dean, that's fantastic. And if, if you want to see workouts next time, next Friday could be all workout and we all get into our workout thing and actually do stuff. Just responding here. So that's what we would do. But Dean, this is super, super helpful. I learned a lot. Hopefully people learn a lot as well. 
thanks for being my coach. And again, people, he is not the rep for MCT oil. Like he doesn't make money on MCT oil, just so you all know. It's trying to give us really, really good advice uh, on sharing. So I really appreciate it, Dean. Thank you so much. Thank you. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.